Hello, everyone. Hello and welcome to Work to Game. This is the Crystal Core Radio Podcast. Joining me, we have Elio back on the show again. Gaming Kinda uh, is here as well with a whole new look for their office and setup, which is just going to be a journey that we're going to follow through 2024 with. It's a great year. And today I want to talk to you about release dates. I want to get into some lore talk, especially uh, kind of picking up from our last show as well. And uh, but before we do that, the one question I did want to ask you, Elio, last week mm-hmm. was like, yes, Dawn Trail is coming out this year. But is there any other video games that are just like on your radar that you're particularly excited about? Because it's going to be a big year. We just I feel like there's a lot of unknowns. We're 2023, I think, completely dominated. But what do you think? Yeah, so I feel like the three that come to mind, I mean, since we're talking about Final Fantasy, Rebirth coming out, I mean, is very exciting. I was never as big of a Final Fantasy VII head, but I, I definitely am excited to see where they go, um, especially how they left off after Remake. Um, no, no, don't tell other... me, because I haven't played Remake yet. Oh. I I just finished Final don't Fantasy sixteen. I and oh wow, like I can't wait to hear Chris's thoughts on it, and that's gonna we'll have to talk about it when, when after the PC version comes out, so more people can can play it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to dive into Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I have a follow-up. Okay, so you weren't a seven head. I I, I wasn't either. Yeah. Like, I love seven, but I think there's a better one out there. What would be, what ten. head would you be? I mean, uh, it might be born 10. I'm a huge, Oh, you and Chris. You I and almost Chris. wore, I almost wore a, today my sweater that is just a, uh, it's Titus doing the laugh, but instead of ha ha ha, it's saying ho ho ho, and it's got like a Christmas hat on it. Uh, I'm a, I, I, I adore 10 and I still, it's one, that's one of those, like, you know how you have like a book or something you come back to every so often yeah. in your life and like have take something different away from 10 is one of those games for me, for sure. Of course, the lore guys like, you know, that's like a book <laughs> that you just keep returning to time and time again. Like, yeah, <laughs> surprise, 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 shocker. Yeah. No, no, no. It was literally, I, I didn't know if you were, you had some more thoughts, Dad. I mean, the other two are D- uh, Dragon's Dogma, which I know a lot of people are excited about, and then the Silent Hill 2 remake, which is either going to be a trash fire or really good, and we'll see. It's Konami now. Like, it, they're, who knows what they're doing? They're up to some no good. Uh, Chris, you got any, uh, any games that are on your actual radar? No. I wait till they come out. I wait till they come out. Um, I'm I'm excited to play more WoW this year. I'm excited to play mm-hmm. more 14 this year. Uh, so oh, those yeah. are the only two that I'm committed to. I've been watching some Guild Wars lately. Nice, um, dude. Guild Wars so is always so good. It's such continuously a kind of draws me in. Yeah, uh, I don't know why it doesn't doesn't keep me because I like everything about it. Uh, and actually, a lot of times when I go back to other games, I find myself saying why aren't they doing this like Guild Wars is doing it? Like Guild Wars is doing this way better. And so a lot of times, like my biggest criticism of other games, not even just MMOs, is like they should do this like Guild Wars does it. Um, So I think Guild Wars is definitely the the strong one in the room. Right. My big MMO before 14 was Guild Wars. I had played it from like uh, Alpha. No, 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 sorry. Open beta to launch uh, or up to Path of Fire. I fell off because of lore and story problems <laughs> surprising no one but like mechanically guild wars 2 does so many things well um and yeah, yeah. totally agree from a storytelling is... standpoint it is different than other mmos so when we talk about something like Baldur's gate where you have a mm-hmm. solo experience um or final fantasy 7 where it can be like rewritten because it's being released like the story can surprise you but in an mmo it's usually pretty forced because we've all agreed that we're in this theme park together and so the tram 
has to start and stop at the same stops for everybody. Because when we all get off the stop, we all have to be at the ride together. So if there's a raid that has to turn into a boss, we all need that villain or that ally to turn into a boss fight at the exact same time in the exact same way so that we can party up in a group of eight or whatever and take it on. Guild Wars actually has branches within its story, things that address uniquely your character based on your character's choice of race or, or gender and um, things that like choices you make. And like, imagine like based on kind of in Final Fantasy terms, things like your, your grand company uh, and they can change the scenarios you have access to. And like 14's kind of tried it a couple times and WoW's kind of tried it, especially with like their factions um, having different takes on raids. But ultimately like Guild Wars does it the most why do you well, guys think that other MMOs don't? Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic is the only one that I think goes a little further. Because you think, and, well, go, and can you explain that? Yeah, so Star Wars: The Old Republic is if you've ever played. I mean, it's it's early Bioware, right? So think Mass Effect, right? If if you had Mass Effect but designed as an MMO, that is what The Old Republic basically is, and that's why some people jokingly refer to it as like the unofficial nice The Old Republic three, because it is really in a lot of ways a MMO veneer and like mechanic like like social aspects mechanics but with basically you playing a bioware rpg interesting i yeah, think it's somebody it, that's can take like i basically played like kind of the top 40 equivalent of mmos like i tend mm -hmm. to stick to the ones that have the population behind them yeah um you know so over my time in full-time like people kind of slowly helped me dive my feet a little bit wider and further than my friend group had kind of dragged me into um I found that really shocking in Guild Wars that like mm -hmm. I made a choice and that that literally just took me left. And then, you know, so like imagine we have to take out a power plant. And so one of us is going to have to take out the Ceruleum tanks and the other is going to have to take out the engineering bay. You would literally make a choice and that's the only one you would see. And if you want to see the other one, you have to go back and play through it the other way. Um, now, if at the end the power plant has to explode, then what's going to happen is we're going to have NPC allies that, achieve the other mission mm -hmm. um so there's if still a like little that, bit of flatness if you like that you should definitely check out the old republic because it does that way more than i would say guild wars 2 does and guild, wow. the thing that's a little sad is guild wars 2 did it more at launch i think one of guild wars 2's biggest issue for like people who don't just like dot, touch in or who are like longtime players is that it it's one of the mmos that where i have it is the most keenly it's very easy to see different people are making this game at different points in time different writers are writing it different developers are development like it, you can really sense that if you've been play if you play it for a long period of time yeah yeah they're 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 arr equivalent their first one really experimented with storytelling a lot um and they got yeah. away from that in the more recent expansions um but that's not wildly different than like when i watch somebody play final fantasy 14 for the first time we're about to have a whole lot of fresh time yeah uh final fantasy fans come in and you're gonna hear mm -hmm. things like i love how like the weather matters i love these like guild hests like i love how like my chocobo is <laughs> helping me in the world and like, like salty don't veterans get too attached. are gonna say like don't get too attached don't have fun child like because that's gonna be taken <laughs> away like <laughs> i mean it's funny just the other day i was leveling an alt and using my chocobo so i i do think as much as that systems aren't important or supported later on um it's not that it's fully dead Unlike Squadrons. Yeah. Squadrons is definitely fully dead. <laughs> yeah, honestly, emotes. I think, no, like, you have to, don't you? No. You oh, do, okay. No, that's right. You're, you're not wrong. Emotes. If you want to do push-ups or squats, don't like it's push-up squats. And is that, is it just those two? Those are the two yeah. emotes locked behind squadrons? I think so. 
that sounds right. Yeah. So uh, to answer my own question, uh, but that was actually interesting. I was going to say, uh, Chris, like if we want to like set some time up, maybe in April to jump into uh, Knights of the Old Republic, like the the uh, MMO, I'll happily go and play with you. I I played it at launch and, you know, it was something I picked up and, and put down, but uh, it's, you know, it's been out for a while. It's still, it's still there. And honestly, I don't feel like I have like any level of like expertise on that. So that might be interesting just to have that as just a, like, yeah, this is how he, they did it and did it differently. So anyway, like April yeah. probably be my earliest convenience to be able to like get time to actually dive into that. But anyway, open offer. If anybody else wants to join in, maybe we'll, we'll do some kind of some star Wars stuff, which would be kind of fun. Um, I was gonna say dragon quest three remake. I'm really hoping it comes out this year. Like if we look forward to the year, we don't truly know what's coming out, but that's the one game that I'm just hoping that they would talk about last year. Cause they announced it. And now we're we're left waiting. So I'm hoping that that's a 2024 release. Personally, um, did any of you guys catch the uh, Xbox Direct yesterday? Because I was curious to see if you have any games from that that you're interested in. I didn't catch all of it. I did check out um, the Indiana Jones because mm -hmm. of, ironically, not actually so much because of Indiana Jones, but because of I'm forgetting the development team. But I really loved um, Machine Games. Well, Machine Games because I really yeah. loved uh, New Colossus and New Order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Chris, how about you? Did you uh, get to check out any of the, those news? Uh, I did drops? not. I've, I've had some YouTube on while I've been reorganizing my office here in the background. Yeah. And the number one recommended video is is developer reacts to developer. Something. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm trying to like listen to something that I don't need to watch. So I'm like listening to people talk about, I don't know, whatever, all sorts so of stuff. So the, the big excitement for me is that they had like, here's what we're announcing. And then, of course, Square Enix came in with a surprise announcement of Visions of Mana. Now, I'm, I love the Mana series. I go on all the way back, mm -hmm. been uh, played through Trials of Mana on the Switch with Maddie when she was a little bit younger. And so this is that that next chapter. And it looks gorgeous. So they announced that Xbox isn't getting excluded, which like it's not coming to Game Pass. So there was nothing really <laughs> magical about like it's not like and it's coming into Game Pass. For me, I don't care because I'm absolutely going to buy this game because mm -hmm. I'm a nerd. But it was exciting to see that. But then there was no Final Fantasy VII R announcement. And Final Fantasy XIV, to kind of bring this home, uh, is that like the day before, Xbox tweeted out, Welcome Final Fantasy XIV, download the beta today and delete. <laughs> you know, So I think that continues to confirm we're looking at a February launch uh, for the Xbox beta. But I just thought it was like, Okay, like what what are we gonna announce? What does this mean? And I hope this means more improvement of relationships so Square Enix can get their games out to everybody and then they could stop having press announcements saying this game didn't meet expectations. You know, it's like put it everywhere, just let people play it and let, let, let's go. But uh that's that's a highlight, uh highlight for me that I'm looking forward to. No multiplayer for that, which I still feel like that's one thing I, I wish they were able to capture from the SNES, because that was something that was truly, I think, special about mm -hmm. uh, that version. But that is what it is. All right. Um, that's what I want to kind of uh, bring up. I want to take a kind of a, a mini uh, show note pivot to say thank you yep. to T Archivist dropping five gifted subs over on Twitch. Thank you guys for the likes here already on this stream. And if you're watching this as a VOD, as soon as YouTube finishes processing this, we'll have this uh, video chaptered out for you. So hopefully whether you want to dip in, dip out and come back where there's a topic, just check the chapters below. Uh, I don't know what time that is going to be. And also the top link, if you want to subscribe to the audio version of the podcast and enjoy that, however you enjoy podcasts, 
There you go. All right. Those are the plugs. I'm going to turn it over to you guys because I need to take a breath because I'm sick. So, Chris, <laughs> take over for a second. So, this week, obviously, with um, patch 5.55 having come out um, and Final Fantasy 14 kind of entering its last leg before the next expansion, um, how are you feeling, Elio? Do you think there's enough content left on the bone or how far yeah. out do you think you, you the patch could last you? So the patch itself, obviously not that long. Like effectively, I've already finished everything from the patch, but that was always to be expected. The 0.55 is always short. It's always like this. So I, unless people are brand new and weren't looking into it and were expecting 5.5 to be a huge, like it's not patch 6.6, .6, right? There's a reason it's not patch 6.6. .6. Um, but what I do think is that between the content that we've gotten over this patch cycle mixed in with all the other backlog things that there are to do, I, I'm, 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 one, this 5.5, uh, 6.55 got me super excited for Dawn Trail in, in its own right. It just like, it just felt like pulled me into being excited to go to Tural. Um, and on top of that, uh, there's just so much stuff to do in this game. Uh, and I'm looking forward to like, be, I'm looking forward to being actually all caught up on this character. Cause I, cause Elio was a new character I made for doing the MSQ. And I'm really, really excited to go do, get a uh, solo clear of Heaven on High, get Necromancer, get, uh, you know, finish uh, Island Sanctuary. There's just, you know, so I, 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 that, that's where I'm at right now. Awesome. Awesome. Brian, Brian, I know is waiting on the, the weight loss journey there uh, mm -hmm. to come Getting back. Close. We'll download it out today. A new update. Yeah. Try it. Um, what does a trial look like to you for Xbox? Since you're going to like dip your toe in and then immediately leave. <laughs> uh, what what do, you, what do you expect to get done when you're oh trying my, it out? I'm I'm really worried. I'm gonna get that addiction like a back because it's been what has it been? Uh, at least like 15, 16 months away, and uh, I'm really th like worried that that's gonna like and it's gonna be that's gonna be the the hardest yeah. part waiting till the weight loss is complete because I just announced today I'm actually officially now down sixty pounds, so that puts me within like real striking distance of the weight that I was when I met Julie back in the day. And on top of that, uh, that puts me within 50 pounds uh, before I can officially, you know, return to final fantasy 14 uh, and having achieved my goals, you know, like it's, it's happening. I just, I just don't know when, and that's going to be, I guess, a part of our discussion for how we feeling with the release date. Cause right now I'm averaging about five to eight pound loss per month, which is great as i hit the mic but uh yeah so xbox february i think is perfect and then it rolls into the game so my honest th to goodness thought i'm thinking of and you guys can hold me accountable to if you think i'm violating my own my own principles here is that i'm actually was thinking about refreshing the paladin controller guide because since i left they made a lot of changes to paladin and Just i like paladin and I was like, but the rotation and, and, and buttons and things like that. And I was like, I was thinking about working on that. And then somebody was asking me, like, am I ever going to finish that re the remaining guides for like Dragoon and Monk? And it's like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Cause like, that's where I was getting, I, I like, I just not, I'm not a melee guy. Like, that's when, when they announced Viper, happy for people who like that. I, I don't think I'm going to go back. Like, I, when I look at playing Final Fantasy 14 again, it isn't going to be about, you know, Omni, you know, 100. It's going to be about, Omni, here's the jobs that I actually really enjoy spending time on. And then the rest of them can, you know, can sit off on the side or I can start getting my kids to do grinding for me so I could just 
forget about it. That's right, man. They they got free room aboard. It's time for them to start putting in. Who the needs effort. bots when you've got kids? Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the nice thing I will say too is like, if you want to get things Omni 100, but you never want to have to play a job, just go do like your daily frontline roulette to get a whole bunch of XP. You don't even have to play on the job to get the XP. You just load in with whatever yep. job you want to yep. immediately switch. Turn in your book. Yep. Return in your book. Yep. Do uh, pixie tribe quests or what have you. Those would actually require you to press a handful of buttons, but everything else you've described, <laughs> you could literally do nothing, nothing on the job. Um, yeah, I will if say, you turn in the book on a job, the job doesn't have to press a single combat button. And yeah. PvP roulettes, you can change jobs once you're inside. And so you never I, have to play the job. The experience goes back on the job you queued as. I will say, too, definitely don't do a Dragoon uh, controller guide right now because it's going to get a whole reworked in 7.0. Yeah, and that's where it's just like how, like, how there's a beautiful side to content creation. But I, and you guys, we talked about it last, you know, last week. It's just like, y'all know me like i'm ridiculous and so i kind of just get in in the zone and focus in on it and then i look up and i'm like man i was i'm really tired i'm really you know fatigued by this so i want to make sure i try to have that healthy balance of like you know because like uh, i see uh mysterio where's my uh pictomancer dragon song guide uh yeah i probably will like whenever i I won't be again if i have not hit my goals i'm not playing dawn trail i want to make sure that 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 weight is under under control uh this this time around um, but yeah, like, you know, I'll come back. I'll make, I'll make a picto. Yeah. I, that's the, I, it's weird because like back when they first announced Don trail, like I was like, why does it feel like they're like, come back to the game, Brian, like every announcement, we're going to bring another kind of magic class. Oh, and did you say Xbox welcome in? It's like, well, all right. They sent me a Christmas card. Okay, fine. Like, all right. They definitely let, uh, did data analytic research, and like you were just like one of their main criteria for figuring out what to to reference. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm honestly very, very pleased about it. We got a special guest joining us, Chili. If you guys don't follow Chili over Moogle going around radio, he jumped into the into the fray here. Welcome to the show, man. What's up, dude? Hello. Not much. Um. By the way, talk about doing a dragon guide. I okay. would suggest wait waiting until Dawn Trail, even if you were going to make it, uh, yeah. because uh, Dragon's getting a full rework with Dawn yeah. Trail. You, you, so. with same thinking. That's exactly what I was just saying. Yep. All right. You YouTube guys heard it here first. You both. Yeah. YouTube algorithm says do. <laughs> YouTube oh, algorithm says I'm not. I'm, I, I'm no longer. Better. I'm no longer slave to the YouTube algorithm. I can. I can do what I want. I'm a free man. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So what else, uh, what's else going on with you, Chili? We asked about kind of upcoming games. Like, is there anything? Uh, I know that you and I are both excited about uh, uh-huh. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Um, yeah, I'm I'm hyped for Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Uh, Foam Stars, I actually really enjoyed the oh. beta for that. So I'm, I am going to be playing that. And it's free on PlayStation Plus. So, so there's that. Um, I'll probably be picking that up. Um, apart from that, of course, Rebirth at the end of the month with uh, Fantasy Seven Rebirth. I'm excited for that. Um so, so I got a question about Seven Rebirth because now that I finally I, I beat Final Fantasy 16, I'm wanting to play Seven R and like I, I like should I should I jump into that like this week pre Grand Blue Fantasy or should I just wait till like February to kind of uh, fire that up? You know what what do you guys think? Uh, it's pretty chunky. I might wait. Yeah. Oh okay, chunky. Yeah, because I was like I don't want to start it and then get addicted to the Grand Blue. You know for like you know a month and then it's like. Oh wait, you know, I like I you know, I want to try and actually well, from, have some kind of discipline when it comes to playing video games. <laughs> from what I've heard, if you're just doing the story of Grand Blue, 
it should only be about 20 hours for the story. The, the main story is 20 hours from what I heard. Mm. And then the there's a story after that, which is another 20 hours, but that's an additional story. And then anything else after that is just quests like Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. So it goes into more like a Monster Hunter quest system after the main story where you can then just grind for gear and power. Um, the kid, the kid in me, like, would hear twenty hours for like an RPG and be like, "This sucks!" Like, where's my sixty-hour RPG? The adult in me goes, "Yes, that sounds yep. per twenty hours. I can make that happen. Sixty hours, I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's kind of that. Oh, that's a commitment. Like, what kind of well, franchise yeah. are we talking about?" What I'll say for seven is I would not recommend playing seven in like play half of it, then play Grand Blue, then because especially remake has some things about it that you're going to want to remember earlier details okay. i'll just say that um and so if you have like 30 hours you think you can give to it before grand blue go for it otherwise maybe wait yeah uh, and here we are at the kind of coming up at the ha uh, back half of january and i just i just don't see that that happening i think grand blue is going to come in now the question i still have unanswered for grand blue is on PC, it's 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 wish listed. The only way you can pre-order the game right now is on PlayStation with early access. So, PlayStation might get might get the win. I'm just I'm just kind of holding off to see if it opens up yeah. on PC. I mean, I'm hoping it comes out on PlayStation for you first because that way we can at least do crossplay in the future. Oh, well, well yeah, we can. It, is, it isn't crossplay though with PC. No, yeah, yeah, no, it's not crossplay. But you're picking it up on yeah, PlayStation. So, yeah, yeah, well, I'm I'll, on just, PlayStation. I'll just get it on PlayStation. There we go. Problem solved. Boom, solved. Solved that Yay. problem. I'll, I'll pre-order that today um yeah good all right and i'm I, glad we it, had this little weird. parallel publicly <laughs> it, it is only i know this will sound weird but it is cross play but only in the playstation ecosystem like because right, right, yeah. it, ps4 to ps5 yeah yeah the future's wild sony likes fun sony as long as it's their fun as long as it's their fun yeah <laughs> you can have a lot of fun in 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 their garden um, all right. Well, what else was in the show notes, Brian? Uh, uh so I won the go prediction ahead. dates no. for Dontra prediction dates. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Well, because especially because now that we are, uh, I, it, I think it's confidently that the Xbox version is February, unless something else mm -hmm. goes wrong. February 21st, yeah, that's what I would say. At February the earliest. at the earliest, but if they don't hit that date. In my mind, the release date keeps uh, getting kicked out, and uh, and Chris has the epic uh, spreadsheet of nerdiness, and I don't know with the new patch that just dropped, like has that shifted any of uh, of your expected dates, Chris? Why don't you just right. for anybody who's not caught that in the in the previous shows, where where well, do you fall right actually now? we're exactly so far we're exactly as predicted. Six point five five landed exactly when I thought it would. Um, I I predicted six five eight for end of the month. Um, I thought Xbox would be ready like within a week of that. So, so the Xbox version seems to be the one thing that I, I really don't have correct. Um, I wonder if they wanted it. I wouldn't it was, have been it surprised. Was set, it, they were shooting for January uh, tw 16th. Like that right. was their, and it, and it, yeah. that's why like that for sense. me, like this delay, and it's not an official delay. They didn't come out and say it's the 16th, but with, especially with the Xbox tweet, like that was clearly scheduled. This was yeah. the, the plan they were, they were targeting. They said mid January was their, was their original goal. Um, but moving it by a month makes me in my mind also moved on trail by at least that same amount. Makes me wonder if it was QA kind of like what happened with N Walker with, Possible. uh, I would think that that would be the big the thing that would push it 
I mean, it could either be QA or it could just be something simple as like they've submitted the patch stuff to Microsoft and it's taken longer for Microsoft to respond than they expected. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely possible. That's the one thing that I really am happy that uh, MMOs are on consoles and we're seeing more of that. I think we're going to see New World come to console. We're going to see, obviously, Throne of Liberty and Blue Protocol on console. But I think that is the one and only downside that I can agree with gamers who are like, I don't want my MMOs on consoles. It's like, yeah, there is an extra layer, but I think that it opens up enough people to play that it yeah. offsets any kind of cost. Agreed. It's just it's just a process that like we got to hire an Xbox guy that's going to just like that's their job is to make sure that these patches are getting you know submitted and approved. Well, now even more well, than ever, it's a money problem, right? Because like now it's just literally they can, you know, once the infrastructure is there, they mainly it's just about upkeeping it and making sure that like all the QA tests and everything for patches are done in advance and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I don't know the exact rules behind all of this because again, I'm just me. Um, but I know that Warframe, at least on PlayStation, can skip the patch check nowadays. They hmm. for the first few years they had to submit. And then Sony would check, and then it would come back. But now they can upload the, they can have Sony upload the patch, then check it, and then if there's issues, they can roll back, I guess. Um, but Warframe has a fast pass in the patch system, which, as considering the fact you don't need to log into 14 on PlayStation nowadays either, you can just update it from the main launcher. So that's why whenever the PC version of 14 goes down, like maintenance, you can actually download the update before the PC version sometimes on PlayStation. Hmm. Um, because again, it's through Sony servers instead of the Square Enix servers. I think so my 14 is going to grow enough. They can just pay yeah. for the same level of staffing. Yeah. I'm going to get, well, I'm gonna, I just want to add on. My guess is they're probably at launch. It's probably going to have to go to Microsoft for check-in, but after the first few patches, they will probably go into the same system as Sony where mm. it'll become a lot easier for them to update, but Microsoft like, are probably hey, just we... doing it for, yeah. for the first We've... one or two. We've clearly made sure all the, uh, you know, everything's smoothed out. And that process is streamlined. And if there is a problem, we have a, you know, a plan and a policy in place, uh, ready to rock and roll. But yeah, I think uh, as long as again, we don't see any is... uh, Final Fantasy 14 drop any AB patches again, I think that was the only real like mistake that they, that the one patch mistake they've ever made. But that, that was now they've got resolved. down their 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 cadence. I feel like, yeah. you know, just as a slight anecdote about the importance of like, I feel like Xbox is I was just had the dentist yesterday mm. and not only had my dentist and the assistant heard of 14, but both were interested in playing, but were Xbox households. So like there are people mm -hmm. yeah. who like, it, you know, for the it, longest time, much, that's yeah, that's the, like I wouldn't say it's the most voluminous group. It's not no. like everybody He's like, I love Final Fantasy and Xbox. Like, that's the hardest thing to be as a fan of Xbox and Final Fantasy. But they do exist. It's, you know, it's like, oh, I also like Final Fantasy. And so I've talked to, actually, oddly enough, I run the biggest Final Fantasy fan group on Xbox as an app. And so it's like, yeah, we've all been like, it's finally happening. It's finally happening. Here we go. I think the only yeah. thing that would make it sweeter is if we finally also saw Final Fantasy 7 R. Um, because it's coming up on two years and that's like, you know, it, it never feels like it's a definite no, but I, I, I wish we would just get some I, direction. I really feel like crisis core was like them testing the wars. And as it didn't really do that well on Xbox, mm. maybe that's why they decided like crisis core sold, sold pretty poorly. But then again, this is unfair because crisis core is a, a, a spin off on a mobile originally yeah, on a PSP. Mm. 
yeah, that then was me. remade. So, like, I feel that's unfair, but come on, it's the game industry. Whenever they ever been bad, you know, not <clears throat> words. I think that's a problem that Microsoft can solve with the check, though, because it's kind of like a chicken and an egg. If you don't have Final Fantasy on your platform, and then you finally get not a main Final Fantasy, but a Final and it's like, oh, it didn't sell well, therefore we're not, you know, because like everybody's already been trained that it's like, oh, I can't play this game on this platform. I I will play it on the platforms that I own or the, on PC or something like that. So I, I think it's like you just open Microsoft, you're big enough, just open your checkbook, pay whatever that. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, you didn't sell, you know, 300,000 copies. We'll cover the, we'll cover the difference. We'll say, we'll guarantee that this many units will move. So it's worth your time. And if not, we'll just cover the difference or something like that. Speaking of selling though, do we want to talk about like when we might think pre-orders might pop up? And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to, I'd love to get that. So you guys mentioned a couple of things. So first of all, you mentioned a and B patches, hopefully a mm -hmm. thing of the past. I will note that off the top of my head, I think Shadowbringers is the only expansion that did not have an A patch somewhere in it. So like I don't think it's a thing of the past because mm. all of the other expansions have had I didn't realize Stormblood one. had one. Yeah, Stormblood had um at launch they had one. Oh, okay, that's why. Yep. They had a 4.05 or 4.06a. Okay. That was yeah. because of all the server issues, right? I think yeah, yeah Robonic I, yeah. stream, I'm yeah. assuming. It's usually it's usually when they either want to roll something out. Um it's usually patch related these days. It's usually like we've messed up. So the A's now are usually we've messed up. What's odd is that the one in uh, Endwalker was them rebalancing PVP in 6.11A, I think, if I remember correctly. And it feels like if they just waited to 6.15, they may have been able to quality check and avoid some of the like black mage shenanigans that happened. <laughs> that was so fun, though. Like as much as <laughs> like, like, I know people were frustrated, that was like... just like so fun. Like Dude, I was there. I didn't even realize that was an APAC. May 24th and the 7th of June. Like, maybe it would have given them the time to avoid that Black Mage shenanigans. Um, but as you guys predict expansion dates, just to give you guys a little bit of context before you throw your guesses out there. Mm. Heaven's Word was 80 days after patch 2.55. Stormblood was 107 days after 3.55A. That was a two-parter. Uh, Shadowbringers was 136 days after 4.55. Keep in mind, I'm counting from early access back to the day that the date launched. And if there's ever a question in dates, I'm always picking the NA date just for consistency. So like, that's a rule I made back when I made the spreadsheet. We'll always default to NA dates, um, just because I'm always reading the NA press releases. And then we'll always default to the earliest date that had wide access to the patch. Um, because who's not going to have a pre-order in an MMO? Uh, Endwalker was all the way up to 192 days. Remember how upset everybody was with Endwalker being so late? Um, so to put that in perspective, Dawn Trail, if it does not launch by June, it's already in like the 140, 150-day range. Mm -hmm. So we're already getting back to Endwalker level of frustration. So... Like my first prediction is that we are going to see some drama videos because people are going to get bored. They're going to get frustrated. Like that's just going to build up because there's not going to be anything else to talk about. So just for anybody that likes that sort of thing on Twitch and YouTube, get your popcorn ready because like people are slowly going to pull their hair out as this stretches on because there's there's not enough meat on the bone and we've all just been locked inside and we're going to stay in here for the next 150 days plus. 
Go um, take care of the backlog. I, I promise you yeah. there are things in this game you don't think you are going to like that you actually might end up really enjoying. Go try some of this stuff out. I You were talking yeah, about that, having that, a buy-in. Or just like play something else for that that time. Well, I was trying to not say just take a break. <laughs> I was trying to, you know, I, avoid. I, I, I just think, like, especially like, you know, yeah. from my personal experience, like this has been, I've like, I've really been enjoying like, oh yeah, get, like what's going on with Final Fantasy now? It's just like, yeah, like Yoshi it's P just, might be on to something. Yeah. You know? well, yeah. By the way, he's telling he us talk- to play this way and I wasn't listening to him. Well, OK, I'm going to I'm going to follow his advice. And I'm like, all right, this is going to I think this is going to be the probably the the healthiest way I've ever enjoyed Final Fantasy 14 here in the in this coming year. Go ahead, Chili. By the way, you were talking about a solo heaven high run and such. Mm-hmm. Um They've actually and now I did that as trophies on PlayStation. So if you want to go get nice. those, you're gonna to have to do it again. Hell yeah! So there you go. That's cool. Um, so, so all the more reasons. But, yeah, no. I see some guesses in chat. Um, guessing in July. July is a safe bet. Uh, so the earliest date that I think it could be, based on everything else, is May 31st. I think this is wildly unlikely. That would still put us at 136 days, which is long. Um, the latest I believe it could be. Uh, based on everything else. And I believe they'd have to surprise us with additional content. So, you know, now that we've gotten all the announcements, I think this this was a guess from before the fan fests started, um, before the three fan fests, when there was still a chance that maybe FanFest would announce a uh, 6.6 or like a, a two-parter 6.55 or something like that, is I had predicted if they had additional content to roll out after 6.55, which I don't think we do, then that would allow them to wait as long as July 26th, which is 192 days uh, from 6.55. And so now that that ship is so sailed, like, I think that would July be early access. Is, you'd be looking at July 30th, right? And so well, I don't think, I, and I think, I think that's too far. So I think we are somewhere also, more likely in yeah. June or early, early July. And they're setting themselves up for failure in that regard if they go that late because they like they want to be in summer like that's been their goal mm-hmm. and they're gonna have it's gonna start slipping again when they get to 8.0 right so I feel like that it's got to be that their internal goal is not I mean obviously they want it as early as they can go but I would think like June or you know early 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 July would be I mean, have to be the if that's their goal 2.0 was August let's ignore that but 3.0 was June 4.0 was June. 5.0 was June. So they did see, okay. So like June was the historic goal. It's the safe so bet. Um, just based on history is that they're trying to get it ready as fast as possible. May kind of begins the summer months. It's never ready for May. So it's yeah. launching in June. I, I just don't well, know. June, so like, I, I June actually, really well. officially June is the start of summer. Well, it depends. It, so it depends on if you're talking yeah. about like solstices and equinoxes versus yeah. if you're talking about like what calendar people, year schedule. Yeah, school. like it, it gets very variable. Yeah, school gets out and it's over 100 degrees uh, here. Like, in Texas, so you have a tough time convincing me it's yeah. not summer. Well, but yeah. officially June is summer. Okay, yeah, yeah. the start. So, but essentially, if we're going to go. Bo- I mean, both work. Rebel. Like, if we're going to say the like, I'd say the earliest we'd see the game is going to be June twenty first as part of early access. Therefore, launching on June twenty fifth. But I am inclined, especially to go with what what Matt's saying in chat. Like July 9th, Like honestly, would be ideal that you get the Fourth of July weekend for early access, so you might get a day off or two and be able to kind of just play. Because I love whenever. Holidays are around and games are out. Hundred and so that would that would mean that I would count it as the fifth that Friday. Yeah, the fifth that Friday. What would they count? Seventy-one days. But that's oh, less than Endwalker, oh, though, right? Oh, 
Well, but also Endwalker is during COVID. What was Endwalker? So like, uh, Endwalker was, right. yeah, it is 192. But yeah, like, see, I it, was, you it was a two week delay. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at Endwalker's, like originally Endwalker was not supposed to be in 2021. Yeah. It missed the mark. Um, yeah, but it is worth pointing out that, uh, like, it's not, we're not entirely contentless in that. Well, one, okay. If anyone is expecting them to drop a surprise 6.6 or anything, I must abuse you, disabuse you of that notion right now. There are not going to be surprises. The things that they have announced are the things no, you're going to we'll get. We'll get a 16 collab. That'll be the big thing. Yeah. And that'll it, take you 20 minutes. That's in April, right? Those have histor historically, yes. those crossover events have been 20 minutes and not really worth doing more than once. I like how the guy, like, who's not playing the game right now is like, pumps out the date and two people are like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well i know it's coming I, i'm trying not to think about it because i want to do it real bad yeah, so that's like, fair. not that's knowing fair. the date helps me not like get tunnels i i said yes that's why i said two guys because i was like yeah, okay guy. <laughs> we'll get a moogle tombstone event uh yes. the expansion and those run a lot longer than the historic so the moogle tombstone events that go prior to a patch are always 29 days prior to a patch um, and if it's not 29 days, that's how you know there was an internal delay because it's like suddenly 29 <laughs> plus 14 and you're like, oh, <laughs> and so it's I'm just done. an unannounced delay. Um, but they're always 29 days. So Moogle Tombstone event will help us better predict the expansion. Uh, so like the more information we get, the better these predictions are, are going to get. Mm -hmm. But pre-order, I think, will be announced at the next I think they will talk about pre-order at the next live letter and pre-order will go live at the live letter after that. So when's the, for, when's the days. next live letter? Um, I don't know. Because I just don't it's see them announce uh, opening up pre-orders when Xbox hasn't come out. So it's like, I don't, mm. I don't, I mean, I, I, once the Xbox beta's out, then it's like, I think that's where you can open up pre-orders because I mean, unless they're like, xbox is digital only and we're not even going to make a physical collector's edition for xbox it's just playstation well, or something like that it's not physical anymore anyway the collector's edition right because um even if you buy a physical collector's edition you get a digital code well it yeah you don't need to still the for Final object stuff you still get right. like the yeah, yeah all the goodies so they'll still get, i think they'll still get a physical xbox collector's edition but it'll just like be playstation where you get you don't get a disc you just get a digital code to yeah redeem so I was going to say, yeah, it's not really, uh, yeah. So uh, my guess, if we're going to talk about pre-orders, I feel like it's either going to be at the start of the beta that pre-orders might go live or right after the beta ends, uh, mm. the pre-orders, which, which would be a bit late in my opinion, which would be March, yeah. right? Mid-March will probably be when the beta ends because it's probably going to be a couple of weeks. So, so here's the poetic um, timing. So if we go kick it to like late June for launch, mm -hmm. then we end up with an April live letter 82 um okay. and which means that the live letter would be timed and announced right around the 16 crossover give or take because live okay. letters prior to expansions are are far from a perfect predictor they're not consistent because they're usually timing them with wins like an ideal time for the game population or do they want to time it with some other event packs like you know packs is usually in march um, so we, as opposed we get to one there. like part two live letters are, are very very predictable they're standalone events unless they're going to be at packs like a day or two before a day or two after they don't really move uh and then that would put our final live letter of this expansion the last week of the last week of may um that seems a little late for pre-orders so i think pre-orders are if i had to guess i'd say april does that seem too wow pre-orders that seems that seems late nothing that seems I mean, late I mean, okay. but that gives you potentially three months like april like, 7th 
near approach two two and a half to three three months depending on how late that's just what the spreadsheet spit out and that yeah. seems late yeah. as i say it out loud but there have been times where i've corrected the spreadsheet because i felt it was wrong and then the spreadsheet turned out was right to be yeah than me. So, like, the numbers <laughs> i mean so, the spreadsheet says like the only reason why i say i feel like it should be closer to the the only reason why I feel like I said it should be closer to the Final Fantasy XIV Xbox beta is because otherwise, because you you have to if you are, if you want to play it on a different console, you have to repurchase the game. Your license is not carried over from PlayStation and PC. If you want right. PlayStation, you need that. If you want PC, you need that. So they should really open up the pre-orders for Dawn Trail around the same time as as the beta, because that way then they can release it as a complete edition, so the mm. Xbox players can then pre-order the Dawn Trail edition. And then download everything up to Dawn Tra Trail, rather yeah, than having then, them buy exactly. Endwalker and then buy Dawn Trail have to buy afterwards. Dawn Trail. And then uh, on that same uh, note is that typically, let's say they get a collector's edition, like those actually usually come with day one goodies when you pre-order as a part of that, like a little minion or something like that. So it earring, could be like the leveling rearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the leveling earring and and more. So it's like all of a sudden it's like I all right, beta is over. First half of June then. Like, I just can't imagine that they make us pre-order and then wait that long. Unless the pre-order comes I mean, the, the, If the pre-order is mean, based the pre on the Xbox release and based on other Square Enix properties, so it kicks into March, then I think it's no longer a July launch. I think it's first half of June. Basically, I don't think anybody said, would the other be game, sad about that. The other expansions yeah. were June other than Endwalker, like you said, and that they said they wanted to get back to the summer, and if they, they wanted to get back to their old release dates... So yeah. it would track closest, that would be closest goal. early access date that like based on previous ones would be like June, June 16th is really nice and safe. And that puts pre-order like the very last week of March. Um, and then we get one more final live letter, second half of May and everything's, and they're just going over, just reminding us, you know, what could that be? Why wrong. that savage is delayed? Because remember savage is now only is going to be a month. Savage is really late. Savage is, I but feel like Savage is delayed mainly because of the base of what they said, because yeah. of the player experience, where like not having to meet. Yeah, better be right. That, right. Is that really the word? Really? Really? I will say, as a, someone it who does it, it's so much Because nice. if you oh deliver God, it so and nice. it's, well, it's always, Savage is always two weeks after expansion launch, yeah. but they're saying the yeah, raid, this, yeah. it's always two weeks, then two weeks. Two weeks to normal, two weeks to Savage. So you get a month mm -hmm. to prep for Savage. But now, it's going to be a month to normal and we have to assume another two week to two weeks to savage probably two um mm. for gearing because the beginning of the expansion is the hardest gear upswing for players because we've all just hit the reset button so mm. you've got four weeks plus two so you've got six weeks after launch so that kicks that kicks our next raid out to like july end of july yeah and that's it'd a be long really, it'd be really a long time if, well our last raid July, dropped in May. August. So, like, I mean, we're looking at a year, over a year. It is most likely over a year from raid progression to raid progression. In theory, Shin, well, oh, I see what you're like, saying. Because if we, I'm if not a savage progression raider, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't impact me. But the empathy part of me knows that if that's what you prepare for and that's what you're excited for, why would you give somebody 12 months of subscription without? Yeah. That? Like it's why it's why i know it sounds really stupid and really <laughs> dumb um but because there were so many really big boss fights in Final Fantasy 16 like and a lot of the models from the Final Fantasy 16 stuff is like kind of final fantasy 14-esque i was hoping that maybe they would do a bonus raid tier as part of the collab 
where they've just ripped all the models from 16. Oh, so if there was ever the... going to be a 6.6, if there was ever going to be a 0.6 patch, this was the expansion. Yeah. Like this but the, the, the nail in that rumor forever. You I cannot imagine rip them ever models. doing a 0.6 if they didn't do it now. Couldn't you? Fresh Saga, no. Final Fantasy 16 crossover. Yeah. So we could have had a standalone raid tier. Like, like it, it was primed for, or at least had some bonus extreme fight that lingered like, like our, our lovely dragon boy. Like this was the expansion to get a bonus patch that you wouldn't do moving forward. Um, so if not now, why ever go beyond a 0.55? So just to address Chili's point really quick, the problem is that literally the polygonal count of like one of those models alone would cause like memory issues. Like, so if you've ever looked Bad. at Gruda from 15 or the Noctis mm -hmm. from 15, they're all like remodeled and versions in the 14 engine. Some of them get really close. Like some of the near stuff looks great, but it's not, it, you can't just pull it straight out and put it in the game without issues. Not to mention like you would probably still have to re-rig it uh, completely. Like the, the rigging would have to be redone That's anyways. Fair. Um, I wish it was that simple because that would be great. <laughs> that would be awesome if they could just. I, what's interesting is they did do that in, to an extent with some like eleven and um, even some like I think some thirteen things where they basically took like low. Uh, they in the eleven's case, I think they just retextured them. But like that, like the goblins, some of the like uh, trents. There's like a version of those from eleven. There's a bunch of eleven enemies that are just straight up in in fourteen in two point And we're gonna get more in Dawn Trail. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, exciting. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's really, it, it's going to be an interesting time to see whether or not people are going to get sal salty because of the weight, or if this is how this is going to be, because when it came to, um, Shadowbringers, right, we had, uh, or like the Shadowbringers, we had the wow exodus and it was COVID. Mm -hmm. It was a weird time. And this is going to be the first one where things are back to normal. Yeah. And we have that much time. And so are we going to have the same thing that we usually get, which is people start doing weird stuff like what sort of insane stuff can you do with blue mage? What sort of, uh, you know, can you create a like pictomancer glam contest where you can only use abilities and emotes that are pictoglam, but like, like pictomancer, but while trying to clear uh, the liberum regine savage, like stuff like that. Weird, just weird things. <laughs> um, it'll have to be, it'll be an interesting time for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not too worried because I think we've seen most of the, like the, like, yeah, there'll be drama posts, I think, but I think, I would look back to the fall. Like I, that's where all of a sudden it was like the thing that I was just both amused by was how many people were coming out and going like, yeah, Brian was saying all this stuff a year ago and now everybody's caught up. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah, that's, that's fair. Now, like if they're all like burned out, I'm like, I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, now I'm hungry boys. Let's go. Let's get yeah. this. You know, like I got to lose the rested. weight. Russell. Yeah. It's yeah. You can get rested. Yeah. So that's where it's Brian like, had this 14 fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's been. I'll a good, say it again. Yoshi P is on to something, right? With with like I know we don't everyone doesn't like to hear it, but the taking a break turns out it actually tends to work. I think it's an interesting like discussion topic specifically on that because like I talked to a lot of the guys. Like there's, I think what we've we started off with was like a forever game or that just the just as a, a label, not that it means that this is the one thing i'll play forever and never stop mm -hmm. but it's like that's the kind of the label right and then we grew up and we got busy and all of a sudden we became nomads and so it's like i is like the mmo nomad just kind of jumping around looking for something hungry for that like i want that for like i want that game that it's like i'm gonna put you know like like i did back when i had all kinds of free time and no responsibilities and it's like the reality is is like 
I appreciate a game that lets me enjoy it. And also I'm not punished because I had another baby or something like that. You know, not me personally, but I was involved. Really? You know, you say that. Surprised if you had. <laughs> I am Guys, not I got, big, I got big news that we're breaking here today. Uh, the uh, anyway, now uh, still at uh, a rock solid six, so we're rocking and rolling, ready to raid. Actually, that's the thing I'm I, I'm really looking forward Seventh to. Seventh child, seven point oh. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> baby. I'm sorry. The internet's decided. Um, whoo, that would be nuts. Um. Anyway, yeah, so it's like... Please, no, because then 7.0 would have to be delayed until end of the year. Yeah, so don't we, do that. Like, we'd have to like, target that. It's like, and then and then another channel is born. <laughs> the, um, I, I think uh, for the pre-orders, uh, I think it obviously is going to be married to a live letter. They're going to sit down and talk about it and show it. Right. I don't know if... And they'll have They're it the in two hardest live letters to predict, though. Right. And so... When it when it's all said and done, like I'm assuming Pax West is coming back, and that is in or has been historically in March, and so that could be a really good time to have both that press. And who knows if, like again, if they're targeting June, that could be the start of some level of media tour. Because if you're already coming over sure. here, might as well like what do we double up on rather than sitting, you know, say hey, we're gonna hit Pax West. Media tour is the last live letter, so it's a yeah. month out. So the media tour takes place a couple weeks before that. Mm -hmm. um four to six weeks out and then they have a live letter basically timed after with that. the timed with the embargo yeah uh and then you get to watch oh, wait, I... and that opens with a some presentation or whatever that is the same presentation that was given to people prior to getting access yeah uh, and then they get access to the game and all of those videos have gone live and there's a giant dump um historically when they were in person limited access to content creators because there's mm -hmm. a limited number of seats in the room. They're a physical location with physical PCs. So they have to choose because it isn't just about satisfying the existing base. You guys are already pre-ordered. It's also about right. growing the game. So they do want non-traditional Final Fantasy 14 coverage in there from the big magazines, the big publishers, and even players who maybe are big in other MMO spaces, they get invited. And I, that, there's always a point of drama about that. Like, why do they get early access to our game? And it's because they're going to take it back to a community full of people who maybe have thought about playing. The goal is to sell more games. The goal of the media tour is to sell more yeah. games. It happens I'm to get really I've been, information. I've been lucky that we've been invited to, well, I'm not going to say where, but we've been invited to most of them in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have, uh, the, the, the end walk was the only one I was able to attend because we normally get invited to the NA one, which means then I don't get to attend it. Someone else does. Sure. So, um, so, now yeah. I, I dream the last one was digital, invited, but I, I doubt changed that the game. I hope and pray for a digital media tour again. Well, um, if, if nothing else, a hybrid, I don't, right? Like if they do a, if they do a hybrid, that would be really cool. Because, sure. but then, you know, like really, hard to media tour. really expensive. Yeah. Um, the reason I hope for digital is it over doubled its size. Um, when the sure. in-person ones, everybody got an interview slot. You might share that interview slot with another person. Uh, so it'd be two people asking every other question. But um, so when Brian and I went in person to an undisclosed location, we were sitting next to a representative on behalf of Reddit, um, who at the time strongly disliked a tiny little channel. Uh, that was growing called works a game. And so they <laughs> were thrilled to share every other question with us. I'm sure uh, I adore the Reddit community. I think maybe they've come around on us, but it was, 
And at the moment, I could see in the face of the person that it was like, pick anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and so, and they were so much more organized. And they had their questions already typed up in Japanese. And we were like, I don't know, I wrote some stuff on a napkin. Uh, and so, so there was no plan. Uh, the second media tour we were invited to was Endwalker. It was digital. What I liked about it was it was way more people included. It was much broader. Larger creators, smaller creators, um, people from inside of the game, people from outside of the game. That did mean there were actually more interviews given out, but the total media tour size grew so much that there were a lot of people like us that did not get an interview slot. I think that's very valid. You should be actually gave more interviews. We got more questions. Uh, I built a big spreadsheet where I categorized all the questions I could find. It was way more questions. Uh, and it came across a much broader set of topics because some of the interviews were given to people who haven't played the game. So some of those questions felt a little bit like, we already know the answer, because I know I felt that way. Um, but some of them got answers that I didn't expect because they asked a question that we have heard asked 20 times and it's always been answered the same way. And Yoshibi said, well, we've actually been working on that. And here's some things that changed. Uh, hmm. And so I think that was, it, it resulted in a really good media tour. Don't get me wrong, selfishly, as a person who got to go to an in-person one, if I was ever invited to a media tour again, in-person was so cool. Sitting on yes. a couch across from Yoshi P is that's a, the dream. That's a life-changing experience. And if I never get invited to another media tour, that is something I will always appreciate. Um, having a picture with Brian and Yoshi P is, is amazing. I'm not going to lie. When I started our channel, that was for like, the that, community. that is the goal. Yeah. For the and community, then, like, I think that the digital one just offered more pros than cons. My goal, because I see that photo of me, is to do another one once I've completed this journey so that I have like like where it started and, and how and how it's going, kind of that mindset with Yoshi P. Because like, you know, I don't know if I've ever shared this like on the on the show with you guys, but it's like I remember when they announced uh, Heaven's Word and I was like, all right, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by the time Heaven's Word, you know, releases. And I didn't. And then, you know, you know, so I kept setting all these goals prior to an expansion drop and never achieving it. And it's like, I think that for me will be a very cathartic experience to sit here and say, like, this was at me at the heaviest. And here, you know, here I am, whatever this time frame looks like. Uh, I think that's going to be something. And I love so, that, that picture with the OCP for the, with, uh, with that as a before and ending. What you could say is a new story, new Brian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. New man, uh, new Brian's year, new Don me. Trail. Brian's Don Trail. Yeah, exactly. New day. New day has dawned. Uh, in that regards now izzy uh brings up a really good point uh it says that there uh, were leaks from the digital one too so they'll probably make adjustments to the media tour to help prevent and we are especially when it comes to this like we are signing an agreement like i am not it, it this is the biggest frustration because the best gift we can give the devs is that surprise and that's that all shock. they ask for that's all they ask for and yeah. they just want get, us to yeah. not say anything <laughs> We didn't have to pay them to go. Um, when we went in person, we did pay our own way, but there was no exchange of money. We paid to be there. Uh, we paid for our flight and and we you know handled lodging and stuff. They fed us a meal, uh, and that was the only exchange of anything monetary. Like and, you know, the, we got some swag. I got a chocobo alarm clock here, uh, and that's that's about it. But it's you know, and then at Endwalker, they mailed us a, a box of stuff, which I mailed some of my stuff. I gave I gave some of my stuff away. So like I mailed. I know I mailed the notebook to Pyro um, back when he was like taking notes and he's like, I don't have enough notebooks. I was watching a stream. I was like, well, I can fix this. Uh, and, and Walker moon orb. I always see in, in I'm not giving background. It. Like I'm, not giving I, 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 I'm so jealous. It's over here. That. I'm not giving yeah. it right here. Yeah. It's, yeah. I have it's mine. Right next to, it, yeah. It's also right next to 
my Super NES copy of Final Fantasy 2, aka oh, yeah. 4. But that says 2 on it, baby. No, I did. I do I... worry about using it. I don't turn it on because they sent me a US one. So even though I have a converter oh, from UK to <laughs> US, I don't want to use it. All right. Um, but. I... There are yeah. leaks. There are always leaks. Uh, sometimes they've been rumored to be from more the employee end of things. Sometimes they've been rumored to be from um, more of the consumer end of things. Uh, there have been leaks in the past before Brian and I, I've even gotten to go because there's been people that get to go before us. And so like the leaks are already out there. It's so, like, I'm trying not to consume the leaks because I get to still be surprised. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, but it is the kindest thing we can give them. It's all they ask in response. We just want everybody to be surprised on the same day. Um, and, and that's something we want to consume and we want to enjoy. Uh, and that's, that's all they ask for. So it feels like a really small set of instructions to follow, but there will be somebody that doesn't follow it. Um, I hope they do things like digitally stamp and all that stuff, mm -hmm. um, which they've been rumored to do in the past. Square Enix doesn't historically make it very public when they punish somebody, but that person most likely wouldn't be invited again. And yeah. then if there was the list. some sort of yeah legal if action gonna, against them, it would violate, be very private. If you're going to violate that trust, like, I'm sorry. Like, that's like, I, I do think there, you know, in, in life, there should always be a pathway of redemption, but that doesn't mean that pathway needs to be cheap and easy. And it's no. like, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. Now I've had people leak stuff to me you know, like privately, which is always you know, like, all right, you can tell me I'm not going to, you know, but it's like, I, all right. I don't know. And in that vein, <laughs> I, I was talking to another content creator who's asking me out of curiosity, why um, the, why news around um, data, data mining in 14 tends to not mm -hmm. be covered very, very much. Like you can find it. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's not compared to like other MMOs. It's not. And what I tried to kind of explain is that the devs have kind of have, have repeatedly tried to explain how much surprise is and how much they value that like surprise and delight and all of that. And they ask for so little and it's so little to ask for and that the community tends to, you know, regard that as mattering so that's i, I my, my my thought is that's a big reason as to why it, it's not as uh as prevalent i don't know it's and it's the one thing and and they they very carefully put things in the media tour to know that they're not spoilery as well so the npcs will have generic names um we're not going to have access to all zones we're not going to have access to all gear like there's mm -hmm. it, they've taken a slice and they have very carefully um, put boundaries around it. And, you know, I, I think there was one of the things I liked about the Endwalker one is because it was so many more people, it shocked me how many different interesting ways there were to measure it. Um, I know us and a, another content creator were measuring how far, uh, how much difference the, the new speed boost thing was mm -hmm. going to give. And so we yeah. were running up a beach uh, and had somebody like measuring it to see who got to go further. And we were dropping and picking up parties so that we could see what the buff did. And, um, you know, there were people looking at all sorts of lore ramifications of anything they did let us see uh, and all sorts of speculation there. And so, like, I really liked a lot of the coverage that came out of it last time. And all Square Enix has asked in trade is that it comes out on a specific day. Yeah, I um, it, the the other. Oh, crazy me. I lost my what I was going to say in particular. Um, thing I, I had it, but well, the, if it comes uh, back. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. They do ask to see our videos first because there are some things like if you find like a bug in their software, 
uh, like if the demo version like creates some weird glitch, they don't want you broadcasting that because odds are it's something that's just in the technical slice anyway. Um, and it, and the goal of the event is to focus on the positives. Uh, but as far as the message goes, they've never said anything about any complaint I've had about the game, any concern about I've had about the game. They've just said like, hey, if you find something that's like glitching, don't show that. Uh, and that's yeah. that. So that that is that is something they ask for. Um, but I think that's it. They don't they don't care at all about the content the content of your message. They just want to know that like what you're showing is intended gameplay. Yeah. Um, Infinite's comment actually brought it back to mind, which is that in that same vein, it should be marked that when they show something like Solution 9 this early, that's not the big reveal for the expansion. Like they like right. that, like that's just one of the like smaller ones, right? In Shadowbringers, it was the re revelation of like ending the one of the trailers with the uh Heidel and the Otis and Eldest of Primals, or you know, Endwalker showing off you know, Mari Lamentorum or whatever, you know, it, it's so it's well, uh, Ed Walker, yeah. didn't they, they, they teased Elpis, but they didn't name it. Yeah, but they didn't and name the it. So it looked trailer, like it was like yeah. a treasure map. Like, like we couldn't tell what it was. Yep. It looked like a, just a, like there was art. Like in hindsight, we look back and it was right in our face. Like, oh yeah. But, Clearly. But we we were well, and you see the dead ends too in the gameplay trailer. Like you can see the beginning of the dead ends. Uh so it's they're yeah, only spoilery it, once you know they're spoilery. Right. The context so like if, matters. If, if so a much. new player is watching a trailer and Twitch chat or whatever goes, Oh, that's a spoiler for this, 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 this. The chat was the spoiler, not the video, because they didn't know what they were seeing. And actually, it's what makes it fun. For those of us watching, when you go back and you start the game and Alice A is sitting next to you in a wagon, like they're just messing with you. It doesn't ruin anything. You just think it's some Elizabeth or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're like, oh, there's just a person next to me. Uh, and so like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything um, until you have the context. So yeah. they're super I good about like, I told you, I told you what would happen. You just didn't know how to listen. And the thing is, is that they're walking a tight, you know, a razor's edge here where you, you do still want to show things that excite people, right? Seeing Solution 9 this early has me, my brain racing, wondering, I'm excited, you know? So it, it is like this, like how much do you show versus how much? And I would just say that of all the people I can think of, all the companies I can think of, they've done a pretty really solid job for a long period of time at balancing that. I agree with Infinite. It's super cool that they're not just like, and the surprise was something you didn't know because we didn't tell you. It's like... No, like the surprise feels really genuine because you're like, oh, I should have known uh, yeah. like the T-shirts, right? Yoshi P's T-shirts. Like in hindsight, it's so easy um, that I love that they like throw it right in our face. And then that what that does, is that causes us to like scour over everything and go, is that the surprise? Is that the surprise? Is that the surprise? Because um, I'm so happy is. it did up being picked up. Something is. I am Same. so happy. Um, yeah, I'm so glad it was picked up, man, sir. I'm I was wrong. I didn't think it would be Pictomancer. I thought Pictomancer <laughs> was high copium, but I was totally wrong. And I'm so glad. No, I was uh, like, I was, I mean, my copium is time age and will continue to be time age every time, every single time. Um, but then I was like, I just, it just Pictomancer. It was like, it feels like it's just the, it's so obvious. Like it's, and you know, and it's cool because it's also such a unique job in the history and lore of Final Fantasy because Final Fantasy six is such a great game. Like it's, it's so good. And uh, and just like uh, hopefully maybe people who haven't checked it out can go check it out via the pic uh, Pixel Remasters. Uh, that's actually I have something the I've Pixel Remasters. I've got them on Switch on and on PlayStation. And if they come to Xbox, I'll get them there too. I have a problem. Somebody, somebody. W one day, one day I'll play for six. Stop you. 
Yeah, totally. As someone who just recently replayed through them, I have to say it is really, really worth it. I, I will say I my, my appreciation for five grew immensely playing it 20 years later. See, I've already experienced a moment in Final Fantasy four where I was actually choked up a little bit because as a parent and an adult, like there was some you know, the, the conversation between Kate, like talking about why Kane followed his in his father's footsteps. I was yeah. like, you know, and I was like, oh, and then I was like, as a kid, I'm like, all right, just kind of playing it in the game. And I, I think I remember the story. So it's mm -hmm. it's going to be fun to kind of rediscover these stories, but having a massively different uh, perspective on life. Coming yeah, back to a, place at a different point in your life. You know, I'm just saying it's, yeah, yeah. it's a helpful thing. Every, every five years, right. I notice there's like just a little bit of resistance pulled off of the waterworks. Like I just cry that much easier. So like every birthday, just I older. just cry a little <laughs> bit easier. Uh, it's getting uh, to the point where sometimes like a commercial is long enough to get me. Like I'm like that 45 second story arc just totally connected. I'm like, I'm, yep. I'm weak. Yep. Well, I love it. Uh, guys, this has been a, a blast. We're at our like hour uh, time. So for those of you who are watching or new, we try to keep these around an hour. We feel like that just seems to be a, a much more easily, you know, enjoyable uh, chunk of time. Especially we're all busy, you know, with life and things like that. But our goal for 2024 is to do more of this. And so if you guys like this on Friday at this time. We hope that we can be your, you know, Final Fantasy Square Enix RPG nerding out uh, podcast uh, for the Fridays, whether you want to join in for the live show or if you want to check this out as the VOD. And if you are watching this as a VOD, if you really if you had a good time, please hit that like button and sound off in the comments. YouTube really likes that. And as a reminder, I'm going to try to make sure that all of our podcasts are chaptered out so you can easily jump or you know jump back into the conversation that we that we have that are very organic. But that's these show plugs. I want to go around the around the horn. Let's start with Chili. Where can people find you? What you got? What you got for us? Uh, you can find me over Moogle Garden Radio on Twitch.tv slash Moogle Garden Radio. We do a podcast every two weeks, kind of based on Final Fantasy if we stay on topic, but probably not. Um, so mostly Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy fourteen related. Uh, though of course, with the, the the period that's happening soon, it's going to be interesting to see how we're going to cover anything between now and. When Dawn Trail comes out, um, please look forward to it. Um, It'll be very so yeah, creative, I'm sure. You come up with something. Cool. I stream Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. My co-host streams Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, so yeah, thank you. Let's go with you, Elio. Yeah, uh, so you can find us over at the Orzian Archives on YouTube. Um, that's mainly the big thing that we have. We have a sister channel, Final Fantasy XIV Archive. If you want to check out, um, basically, uh, our Ray Ray, our mod goes through and collects all of um, footage of things that are you can only do one time. So like Tribal Quest, a lot of those cutscenes, like you can't like review them and makes these lovely little bite-sized videos that are... Uh, easy to digest in case you missed it or just don't want to do tribe quests for some reason. Chris? Guys, I'm, I'm right here. I'm working on some... I'm trying to get things lined up so I can take on some bigger projects come Dawn Trail. Uh, one of the big steps of that is reorganizing my office uh, and, and structuring it so I can take on some, some cooler filming things. Uh, and so I've done the most destructive portion of that. Uh, and so hopefully, hopefully each Friday you can feel this just get a little better. Uh, as I slowly do this, I can tell you like right now, it's hard to get out of this chair because I moved so much stuff this week that my back hurts uh, as the other sign of getting older, that my whole back is on fire, probably because I lifted with just my back in a jerking, twisting motion, taking my legs totally out of the equation. Uh, 
I felt it the moment it happened. The yeah. moment I knew it was not like, a, oh, you lifted too many things over the course of a day. There was one moment that it was like, oh, I have just experienced serious regret. Why didn't I engage my core? <laughs> and uh, and I'm very much excited. Uh, you've also been posting uh, some of your old uh, vaunted playthroughs over on uh, gaming uh, lore, kinda. So I've been seeing those pop up into my feed. So I'm happy to see that those are rolling out to, to people. For me, you can find me on Ginger Prime and all the subsequent channels. The easiest way, uh, if you guys are enjoying this, check the links in the description for Chili, for Elio, for Gaming Kinda, and for Ginger Prime. So we uh, we got lots of stuff for you. And thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us about this release date. We'll be back next week. So if you have topic suggestions that you want, put them in the comments, hit us up on Discord, uh, which is the top link if you're not a part of that, or, or we'll just talk about what's going on in, uh, in, in gaming and so much more. So uh, there was a couple of questions, uh, like, you know, as we, as we wrap up, uh, are you going to start streaming more for Don Trail? Chris? Yes. Woo. Yes. And then wow. this is kind of a good follow-up because L. Draken was asking, hey, does Chris still stream daily? I do not. Um, in June 20th, I got, uh, June 20th, I got offered a job that I wasn't looking for uh, to be kind of a manager over some stuff uh, from a previous life. Uh, and it's, I, I said, well, it would have to be like way too good of an opportunity to pass up. And then um, excitingly, it was. So uh, I'm, I'm pursuing that right now. And I will tell you, like, I miss content creation. I miss you guys a lot, uh, often. And I have financial goals, kind of like Brian's weight loss goals on like mm -hmm. where, when I can do more content creation. Um, but there is something really nice about like the paychecks are incredibly steady. Uh, yeah, it's, they're helping me take care of things like, you know, when my back finally is just too old and, and is permanently damaged uh, from doing something stupid, it would be nice to have like a sort of retirement in place. And YouTube just doesn't, there's no 401k match in content creation. Uh, so, so yeah. getting that portion kind of secured. Uh, and then kind of at these milestones, kind of like Brian's weight, um, mm -hmm. the coming back into content creation, knowing that uh, some of my long term finances is not like, well, I'll deal with that later. It's like, no, no, that's that's now that needs to be addressed today is, yeah. is complete. Um, so if I'm ever full time again, just know that uh, it's because I believe I'm done with the accrual phase. They they have all these different nicknames for different types of uh, retirement uh, and fire. Yeah, fire. This is yeah. different takes on that. There's different phrasings on that. Uh, and one of them is is based around the idea that you no longer need to be setting aside for retirement, that you can live on every dollar that can comes in can be spent, but you do need dollars coming in. So it's like, I don't want to withdraw from anything, but I just need to make exactly, I can go exactly hand them out as opposed to right now, like I still need to set aside for the future. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get where I can live hand to mouth. Um, and then I'm happy to do this. And as the other half of work to game, uh, am I going to be uh, streaming Don Trail and streaming more? That's all based off of the weight. So I announced today, sixty pounds down. Uh, I you would like this. to, I'd like to pop another sixty. I'm not going to lie, because again, below two ten. But I set a two ten weight goal, which would be put me in the right BMI, and that I think will help me be somebody who can game well into the future. So while like I've never really been worried about retirement. Um, I have been worried about this. This has caused a lot of anxiety and I was always frustrated as to why I couldn't lose weight. Like it, it never checked the box It never, there's no answer until we found uh, uh, my health issue and that we were able to get corrected. And that's all in part of stepping away from Final Fantasy 14. I would not have found that health issue. I knew I had to get radically crazy and get to the, like, I was like, I go to the gym six days a week, like 
I'm only gaining weight. What, what do Something's I change? Wrong. And they're like, let's check your thyroid. Not it. You know, so anyway, we've uh, gone a little bit over. I do apologize to uh, my, my crew here. And I do thank everybody for hanging out. Uh, hopefully we'll see you guys back here. Same time next week. But until Totes. then, what's up? No, I was just say totally. Oh, so, <laughs> I was like, I'm just like, I heard, I heard tulips, and I was like, I gotta ask for tulips. <laughs> tulips. I gotta shut my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, bye, everybody. Bye. Love you guys.